Radio, your weekly radio magazine with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and good evening. This is All Things Radio, what, number 634, and this is June 16th, our getaway broadcaster microphone. Well, it's not actually moving because it's already there in southwest Florida, so we'll be there next week originating the broadcast. But that reminds me, there will be a change. There's never a change in radio, but... There will be a change when we come back from our vacation, our little two-week break for all the conventions and everything we do. At the request of a lot of the presenters and some listeners, we are going to begin one half hour earlier at 6 p.m. This means Bernie has to rush through dinner just a little yeah, faster. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how I he's going to do it. I was thinking that very same thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I like change. I hate change. <laughs> I know you hate change. What they say? Change is good for the soul. But we, we'll... Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'm not so sure about that, Bernie, but, you know. But we're we're going to do it, and it'll... Uh, It'll give us a few extra minutes in case we spill over for any reason, um, in case somebody talks too much. Yeah, that's never happened. to be talkative, yeah. Yeah, it never happens Did with Sean. Did whole show back? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Tim will have his whole show. We could and, still mess that up. Yeah, we could. We can do it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I'll remind you again of that next week. And then after the 30th, we'll be off for two weeks. We're going to do... Some work at the convention, or some work, and we have major work we're doing here at the Legend and various sites, and a lot of changes coming. So, but it's mild compared to what we're getting ready to talk about. But, Jeff, you might as well set it up for all of us. I plan to. Here we go. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and there's lots of radio news this week. We'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. Following that, we'll have a feature segment that Bill found, and uh, it's a interesting segment on WGNAM from 1982 with the All Night Show when they were doing classical music in the All Night. It was hours, terrible. Which I remember baking because yeah. we didn't get to listen to them when I lived in New York City. So when I was out at, when I was living in Syracuse, that was a radio station I could actually get to listen to. Our classic air check takes care of another request from Perry, who has a friend who wanted to hear Larry Lujak, Super Jock. Well, we have it from 1973. So Wayne, so Wayne will be happy about that. He will be very happy about that. Finally, we've got two so features. When, when you said you said Perry has a friend, you made it sound like Perry has 
no friends? friends. I, I didn't mean it that no way. Well, was, Perry uh, has many friends. Yeah, well, I'm sure, I'm sure he has many friends. I don't want Dawn and Perry to get upset with me. So, <laughs> so and then our featured station is two. You get like Sertzmint, you get two two for the price of one, or for, for the price of zero. Since we're not, not, but it's going to be KSTE in Sacramento, California with their variety hits format. That's KISS 107.9. They're back on the air now. That's the station that went through all that scandal with the hold your Wii for a Wii and and Entercom ended up having to turn in the license. Well, iHeartMedia runs it now. And we're going to listen to Jack FM. We're going to listen to Jack FM on 96.3 in Austin, Texas, the translator. And that's KFIT-FM. Or AM, I should see. So that's all. That's a, we got a lot of content here. I hope you guys like it. All what right. You know, I'm scanning, waiting on something on Monday afternoon. And all of a sudden, I get a blurb across my email, and my Twitter starts going nuts. And I say, oh, my goodness. Um, I think they designed this for Bernie because we never know what's going to happen. But I think we had some big news on probably... Bernie, wouldn't you say it's... Well, it affects you, of course, but don't you think it's probably one of the biggest news stories in Indianapolis as far as radio and media is concerned? Absolutely. I was uh, talking to my wife today, and I said, yeah, Bill Sparks is going to be really happy because this is a huge radio change. I mean, there hasn't been a change like this in over 40 years, so this is... This is pretty enormous. What we're referring to is the sell of the Emmis Holdings or the radio stations in Indianapolis to Urban One. They're going to step up and combine that with the stations they already have in the market. So um, they're really, well, they're picking up Let's see. The number two rank station, the number three rank station, and the number four rank station, along with the fan and what the Indiana News Network and and some translators and uh, they're picking up quite a lot from yeah yes. Now, and the only thing that hasn't been released is and now maybe it has, but I didn't see it so far. Is the price? I'm always interested in the price of what the. Of what I know the I haven't seen the price either. You know, we so haven't seen weird. the price, but you will because it has to be made public. So it's yeah, not yeah, like it's a secret. It will, well, Bernie, you know it was yeah. very well. It was very well hidden. I mean, normally when a station like when a company like that is is, is thinking about selling stations. There's always someone that leaks something, and it goes to the radio news. Well, it, one of the five columns that I read would have would have had it, and this did, absolutely. This, this All right, was take us quiet. back, Bernie. How did you find out? Well, I uh, I got an email Monday morning that said there's going to be a, a, a radio wide staff meeting at four o'clock, and uh, unfortunately, well, or fortunately rather, since we we could do all those things by Zoom. I didn't have to go into the uh, station. I could sit at home and, and go through the entire meeting. But I did get a tip off from from someone about twenty minutes before. So, uh, yeah, it, but but it was uh, pretty much news to me the same day everybody else got it. 
And how does how does the staff handle? I'm sorry, Bill. You want to, no? You go ahead. Here. You go ahead, Jeff. You know, you've seen this. I'm sure you've seen this before. Maybe if you haven't, because you've been you've been with the same company for many many years. How does this affect the morale of people working at a radio station generally like this? I mean, it's they not have, good. Have, it's not. It's definitely not good. Uh, uh, people people are pretty down. People are anxious. Well, uh, especially people who are who are really counting on you know their income. You know because. You don't know what they're going to do, right? But they can say they can say to you, uh, "We are we're not going to make any changes." <laughs> but it, it, they're going to have to make changes. You know, they got too many people. Well, you and know, and, and we've heard that happen. before. How many times have you sure. heard this? I I can't tell you how many times I've I've heard it. Uh, we're not going to make any changes, and the minute they take over, they blow the whole staff out. I mean, yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying that's not going to happen. I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but. Well, let's take the logistics in this way. All right, just take, for example, well, the fan wouldn't make too much of an impact. Those guys could probably go, you know, but you take a station like WIVC with the news department, such as it is now, and all of the on-air talent and whatever. That is... Well, yeah, if you're on the right, let me lean over a little bit to my right. Yeah, right. Uh, but if, where do these guys, I mean, they have to go to, you know, the WTLs, I mean, the Urban One studios, and maybe they're set up and maybe they're not set up to accommodate this or for example well, if they're you, not they're going to they're going to have to make some changes and i'll bet they will need to make some major changes but like for instance in my situation uh i probably will be let go um and my guess is they will uh, either find people in within the company that they already have there to do some weekend stuff for maybe they won't have anybody on, on weekends but there will be you know Changes and in fact, I'm having dinner with the uh, program director tomorrow night. He's coming to my house, and I uh, I asked my wife tonight. I said, "Hey, Sue, you suppose Sean's going to fire me?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you realize that you, fire me. you realize when the sale goes through and everything else, at some point, you actually will get to meet Alfred Liggins from Radiant from Urban One. At some point, I guarantee it. Well, uh, and here's the sure. other thing: you're fortunate, Bernie, in the fact that. You know, your wife works, or she did work. I think maybe she still does. I don't know. She's but retired. She's retired. Okay, but yeah, you, you guys aren't. You're not down at the food stamp office, and no, no, you no. know no. that kind of stuff. And no. you're fortunate. We, we don't even we don't even touch our investments, so we're fine. Yeah, I mean, I do this for fun. Yeah, right. and you got some gravy like the last three or four years where you probably exactly. thought that's exactly what it is. I just call it fun money. Yeah, I will will be honest with you, Bernie. I wasn't sure, and I told this to Bill uh, a few days ago. I wasn't sure how to approach this particular subject because it's not—it's not an easy subject. It really isn't, you know, especially when you've been working for a company for so many years. So, when I said to Bill, I said, "Go ahead." I have an advantage in that I—I've been through all the full-time stuff. I'm a part-timer. I don't have to worry about this for my income, and so. You know, if my time is done, it's been it's been a lot of fun. And yeah. if I can find another place to go, I will. But if I can't, I won't. And you know right. what, Bernie? You spent forty years with the company, 
40 years, if I remember correctly. You got there in 81 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, coming up on 41. 41, yeah. And, you know, in, in, in radio, that is not the norm, okay? And you know that as well as no, I. No, it's not. No. Oh, no. I mean, I mean you've That's done a very... Thing. Go ahead. The thing is, I, I kind of feel like I still have a few good years left. And yeah. uh, I was hoping maybe to stay, you know, be 105.7 and do part-time stuff, but I, I'm just not thinking that's going to happen. No, you can work on B93.5. <laughs> what a nice guy you are. Yeah. One, of these da- one of these days, Bernie Bill's going to get you something. One of these days. One of these days, yeah. no. He is. He's going to yeah, get me a big gig, and I'm going to owe him forever. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to get you doing uh, Spanish music or Christmas or yeah. uh, something that you really you like. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to yeah. make him Christmas come back thing. and speak at the alumni this year in October. See ya. Uh, but, I don't know about all that. He may oh, be too wow. busy for that, even Maybe. if he's doing nothing. But you know what? How about yeah. if, we, how about yeah. if we do that radio news? And, uh, well, we could do oh, that. Oh, we have radio news? Award-winning. It's, it's award-winning. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, when Bernie came to speak, he was award-winning. But Bernie had one hell of a good time, too. Uh, right. I think he did. <laughs> Caught anyway. him early enough, and it made sense. How about that? <laughs> yeah. If not, he faked it. Well, let's do that <laughs> radio news because we want Tim to start sometime tonight. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Another round of layoffs hits iHeartMedia. MS sells its radio properties in Indianapolis, Indiana. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and begin our look at the Nielsen May Priscilla People Media ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting. iHeartMedia and MS Broadcasting make news. In the case of iHeartMedia, another round of layoffs hits the company. Why? Because of falling revenue this year. And it's no secret that the radio industry is being affected by the economy as well. Here's how it all plays out for iHeartMedia. It should be noted that this is a developing story, and the list of people that we're going to read about is constantly changing. In Boston, Massachusetts, Lance Houston is out as program director at radio station WBWLFM. WBWLFM programs a country format. Lance Houston has been with the company for 15 years. Before working in Boston, Massachusetts, he worked in Atlanta, Georgia, and Baltimore, Maryland. In Chicago, Illinois, Bart Schur is laid off from iHeartMedia. He worked for Total Traffic, and he was a weekend host at radio station WLITFM. Before working for iHeartMedia, Bart Schur was a traffic reporter working at radio station WBBM-AM in Chicago, Illinois. In Des Moines, Iowa, Chris Williams has departed his afternoon drive co-hosting position at All Sports Radio KXNO-AM. He was laid off originally in 2020 during the large round of layoffs at iHeartMedia, but was rehired again. However, his position has now been eliminated. In Jacksonville, Florida, say so long to Tony Fox, whose position was eliminated as co-host of the morning show at radio station WQIK-FM. In Memphis, Tennessee, Earl Augustus is part of his co-host of the morning show at radio station KJMS-FM and his afternoon host at radio station WDAI-AM. In New Hampshire, Tim Moore is out as senior vice president of programming for iHeart's radio stations in Portsmouth and Manchester, New Hampshire. In Rochester, New York, Peter the Mayor Kennedy is out at Hot Talk 95.1 WAIO-FM. He also did voice tracking at radio station WYYY-FM in Syracuse, New York, and WMXW-FM in Binghamton, New York. In St. Louis, Missouri, Gail Austin is out as program director and midday host at radio station KSD-FM with their country format. In Tampa, Florida, Mitch McGuire is out as program director at radio station WBTP-FM programming a hip-hop format. Finally, in Youngstown, Ohio, Brian Price exits his afternoon drive position at radio station WNCD-FM. Brian Price also worked for the national programming team for iHeartMedia. WNCD-FM programs a classic rock format. The other big news this week involves MS Broadcasting. 
who has decided to sell its radio properties to Urban One. Jeff Smillian, CEO of the company, says that Urban One made him an offer that he just couldn't refuse. Here's how it all plays out. WIBC-FM transmitting on a frequency of 93.1 with a news talk format. 97.1 Hank FM, WLHK-FM with their country format. WYXB-FM with their adult contemporary format. As well as the two translators they own on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan broadcasting sports programming using the HD2 facilities of Radio Station WIBC-FM. Also included in the sale is Radio Indiana, which is based at a radio station WIBC-FM. Stations currently owned by Urban One in Indianapolis, Indiana, include Radio Station WHHH-FM with their hip-hop format on 96.3. Radio Now with their pop CHR format on 100.9, that's WNOW-FM. Adult R&B, 106.7, WTLC-FM. And Gospel, WTLC-AM, transmitting on a frequency of 1310 with their FM translator, as well as a translator on 105.1, broadcasting a regional Mexican format using WNOW's HT2 facilities. Because of market overlap, Radio One will divest itself of radio station WHHH-FM on 96.3 and the intellectual properties of radio station WNOW-FM. The sale is expected to close sometime in 2023, and until then, MS will continue running the radio stations, and they'll work with Urban One for a smooth transition until the company can fully take over operations of the Indianapolis cluster. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. In Tallahassee, Florida, iHeartMe has expanded its black information network to a translator on 100.3 FM using the HD2 facilities of radio station WGMY-FM. In Buffalo, New York, it's real rock time at radio station WBUF-FM. WBUF-FM is owned and operated by Town Square Media, and they've dropped their classic rock format in favor of active rock. The folks at Town Square Media are hoping for more success with the active rock format, considering they've had great success with their owned and operated radio station WGRD-FM in Grand Rapids, Michigan. In San Francisco, California, congratulations go out to Brett Burkhart, who is now working at radio station KCBS-AM. KCBS-AM programs an all-news format. Brett Burkhart comes to this radio station after working for Cumulus-owned and operated news talk radio station KGO-FM, also licensed to San Francisco, California. In Washington, D.C., a new Mexican radio station hits the airwaves at radio station WFAX-AM and its FM translator. WFAX-AM for years was a religious radio station, but with the sale of the radio station, the new format is regional Mexican. Now, it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter Ratings. In New York City, the number one rank radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is WLTW-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in New York City is WBLS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Los Angeles, California, the top three radio stations are owned and operated by iHeart. Number one is KOST-FM with an adult contemporary format. Number two is KBIG-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Los Angeles, California is KFI-AM with a news talk format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one-rank radio station is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. The number two-rank radio station is WVAZ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WLIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. In San Francisco, California, the number one-rank radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-rank radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. 
Finally, the number three rank radio station in San Francisco, California is KQED-FM with a news talk format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KLNO-FM with a regional Mexican format. The number two rank radio station is KZPS-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Dallas, Texas is KTCK-FM with its all sports operation. In Houston, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KTBZ-FM with an alternative rock format. Finally, the number three rack radio station in Houston, Texas is KLTN-FM with a regional Mexican format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rack radio station is WSRV-FM with a classic its format. The number two rack radio station is WALR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WAMJ-FM also programming an urban adult contemporary format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one rack radio station is WMMR-FM with a rock format. The number two rack radio station is WMGK FM broadcasting a classic rock format and finally the number three rank radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WDAS FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Out on Long Island, the number one rank radio station is WBAB FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WCBS FM with a classic hits format and finally the number three rank radio station out on Long Island is WALK FM with an adult contemporary format. In Riverside, California, the number one rank radio station is KOLA FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KLYY-FM with a Spanish format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Riverside, California is KBIG-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In San Jose, California, the number one rank radio station is KRTY-FM with a country format. The number two rank radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Jose, California is KBRG-FM with a Spanish adult contemporary format. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one rank radio station is WKXW-FM with a talk format. The number two rank radio station is WSKQ-FM with a Spanish tropical format. And finally, the number three rank radio station out of New Jersey is WLTW-FM with an adult contemporary format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one, Progressive Insurance. Number two, Upside. Number three, ZipRecruiter. Number four, Indeed. And number five is DuckDuckGo. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. And that reminds me, um, your radio news segment and Jenny's will kind of merge together after we get back from the break. It won't, nothing changes. It's just going to be combined into one so we can talk about everything at once and don't have to keep stopping and starting. So that'll happen in a couple of weeks. It'll be good for our memory. Us holders, panelists, we'll, we'll have to remember what, what you know, Jeff yeah. said. And That's right. And, and and one quick, one quick correction of, is KGO. It's not KGO-FM, it's KGO-AM. And I realized that. Right. I didn't. I screwed up in yeah. the editing. So uh, I will take the blame and get uh, wrapped with a wet noodle or something. So just want to let you guys so, know. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, Bill's making changes here on the... Uh, the All Things Radio yes. Show. He thought our lives I were too stable, especially yours, Bernie. Yeah. So he uh, thought. Yeah, he I know. I think this all started before the Emmys thing, and he's been <laughs> frustrated because there've been no changes in Indianapolis. So he's like, 
I'll make changes. <laughs> maybe he's, oh, maybe so he's selling the Urban One. Yeah. He might be selling the Urban One. You know? <laughs> That's funny, Sean. I can see it now. I can see. Hey, if they give me that kind of money, <laughs> I'm gone right yeah, now. Yeah. Give you any kind of money, really. Right. <laughs> no. Um, we just make little subtle changes in weeks, and we're just... I think that change mm-hmm. going to 6 o'clock is major. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Do you think there should be a review on that? Yeah, I'm going to talk to the people in charge. Okay. You, talk you to Massachusetts. He suggested it. Massachusetts suggested it. Yeah, I suggested it. Yeah, that because was... It's the only show that starts in the middle of the hour, and it's starting because kind of of Steve Nomer, and he's been gone for a couple of years almost. So, you know, oh, it's kind of... go, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I didn't think of Thanks you, Bernie. I didn't take you into account. But then again, now it turns out. See, I'm. I tend to be lucky in my decisions because now you have more time. So really, you can work your schedule out a little bit. It, well, not yet. You get I, done early, yeah. but Bernie, you get no, done earlier. Like, you can start your drink. You can start your drinking earlier. Well, but but then again, yeah, but, the, but maybe Bernie might. Want, want, yeah, maybe Bernie's still eating dinner at six o'clock. Sometimes people do eat. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. So I hate him coming here like the rest of them. Hey, we've had him come in the room eating and God knows doing what else in here. He's been in Arkansas and Maine and everything else, you know? Well, you can do what the owner of my radio radio station I did part-time work at in Long Island said. He always, anytime he wanted to do something, whether they liked it or not, he would say to me, this is an executive decision, and I own the radio station, and I've made the decision. Well, <laughs> go ahead, Bill. You might as well just say it. No, I'm not going to say that. I will say, if there's enough popular... Hey, I'm like a politician. I go where the wind blows. You know, so. And they and they all do Something. that, Bill. If they won't take Something a stand, blows. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, Bill, just real quick, a uh, one little piece of news, and we talk about these small town radio stations and this and this this. Uh, Rob Edwards, who has worked at KMCH, which is a Koloff broadcast station, and it's a small town station, uh, has retired after a thirty-year radio career. So, I mean, thirty years—that's not—that's not quite as long as Bernie's. But no, no, I think fun. you would agree, Bernie, in radio, that is still a good long career. It is. And what yep. kind of format is this radio station? They play uh, some country. They play some pop. So kind of whatever they want to play, they will they play it. Okay. Small town cool. stations. So I, uh, it is. It's small town in Manchester, Iowa. Right. Yeah, Bernie, just, go ahead. Which uh, network are they hooked up with? Iowa or Iowa uh, State? They have the they have the Iowa football and basketball games, and that is, that of course, Chris is one of the stations that we can use to listen yes. to those. Yeah, I, that's why I was familiar. I couldn't remember which they were, but it was Iowa. Okay, Bernie, did you go ahead, Bernie? Well, I, I need to I need to practice something. I need to practice saying. WYXBFM at Urban One Station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, gonna, yeah. you got it. You got it. Do the Urban yeah. One stations do that, Bernie? Because I don't. we don't have any here in Albany, so I don't really, uh, ever listen. Uh, I've never heard them do it, but I know Cumulus. I have not And, you know, other stations. I just yeah. think it's funny. Well. I know, like, really, yeah, you need to practice. Who owns the station? Uh, most people don't really care. No. They no. They, honest to goodness, do not care. If you said the no. station's been sold from Emmett, they'll say, who's Emmett? You know? No, you, you yeah. would be surprised, though. Here well, in here and locally, local yes. Company, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's gotten a lot of people, you know, kind of up in arms about it. They're concerned. <laughs> it's like, 
guys well, still going to go on. Don't worry. Don't you remember when, wasn't it originally MS bought or got TLC somehow and ran yeah. them for a while and everybody was, a lot of people were upset in the black community, well, I what guess. What really upset people is when they moved it from 1057 to 106.7. Right. That was yeah. a big thing, but they were very sad to see Emma's go then when it happened because they didn't want it to be picked back up, you know, by Urban One. I do remember that. So, but, you know, I mean, they're doing quite well for themselves at 1067. I don't know if that signal gets in. I mean, do you get them well at your house? Uh, oh, one, yeah. 106.7. That's one of those key frequencies, yeah. like WLTW is on 106.7. They, they they have a huge coverage area in New York, in New York City and out Long Island and up up, you know, up towards Westchester and Rockland County. So right. That, that. Thank yeah. you very much. But, but 105.7 has a better signal. And see, TLC used to be on 105.7. And when they moved to 106.7, people, especially north of Indianapolis, were not happy. No, that's well, been, that's been quite a number of years since that happened, right, Bernie? Yeah, but you know, they could just move it right back to one hundred five seven if they wanted to. So they could, but the game. My, well, you might find out. You might find out in about six months, Bernie. That's uh, what I think. You, I think your your the the rumor that we had the other week about somebody going on top of the Emmett Studio and and um. Putting 1070 oh, yeah, back the, on the air? The AM to 1070, yeah. yeah. I would yeah. say that one's kind of out of the water right now. Probably is. I would. It, and it doesn't matter. Well, see, Jeff's keeping the building, so they could still do it. They could still do you it. Because they don't, they don't have to have a studio at Emmis. They just need a place a to tram- put the transmitter. Does, does Emmis have anything else in that building besides the studios? Do they have do they do the magazine publishing in that building as well? They have a magazine. They do have a magazine, and they've got uh, the digital stuff that they that they work on. Uh, they do. And IBJ was a very good source for information. Indiana Business Journal, very good source. Yeah, for, but that wasn't that wasn't our, our company. That wasn't, no, that, IBJ wasn't ours. I know that, but ours what I'm saying is. Monthly. They were a good source for information about the sale and the news part of it. I'm just talking about reading as a reader. Absolutely. As a reader. As a reader, yes. They were they were a very good source of information. There's a lot of other good gold nuggets in there too. You know, and something we'll talk about in future weeks, like Bob and Tom and that kind of stuff. Because you know, it's sooner at some point that's going to come to an end. I think, or well, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, but I, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of speculation, and we're going to be talking about this for weeks, and things will come up and. And we'll be on top of well, it then. And the funny thing is, on Bob and Tom's show, Bob's not even there anymore. It hasn't been for quite a while. Right. No, he's been gone for a while, but occasionally he comes out and come back for a visit, but he's really not exactly. there anymore. But No. But again, the, when, when Kid Craddock died, they still call it the Kid Craddock Morning Show on KHK. Well, they still do, don't they? 
<laughs> and he has been gone for uh, a good few years now. I don't remember how many passed on. Ten years almost. Yeah, almost I was going to say. Years old. Yeah. So when they fire me, maybe they can still call my show on weekends to bring the Egan show. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. There you go. Yeah. Maybe. No. How about if we, yeah. how about if we get Jennifer's... They're John, not going. not going anywhere. We will, Jeff. But just one second, we will. Uh, they're not going to fire you, Bernie. They're going to do something to celebrate your leaving, or they'll do it in such a way that you'll feel so good you won't even know it happened. Like, but, they might put a promo together with some cows and say, "We're finally putting Bernie out to pasture." It's That's just right. like <laughs> uh, don't worry. Let me raise my feet. It's getting deep here. I, I left the Lions radio. Club last night. Yeah, I left the Lions radio. Club last radio night. Starting yeah. at 6 o'clock Eastern on Thursdays. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Publicity. That'll be good. I, I left the, light, the Lions Club and nobody even noticed. That shows you how important I was. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're leaving? Oh, when are you coming back? Oh. You're not. Oh, okay. You're not. See okay. ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Been nice knowing you. Yeah. I think you did a good job. Well, we come think. back when you can't stay longer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but at least I can push a button and do Jennifer's, Jennifer's call letter and format changes. She's ready to go. She's all pumped up about this. I came downstairs the other day. I know something you don't know. I know something you don't know. And I said, she wanted to tell me all about Emmis. I hated to burst her bubble. But she was so proud of herself. <laughs> no, you didn't. You loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Hello, I think her fans are about to burst your bubble, Bill. Here are your <laughs> call letter and format changes for the week of June 16th. KFLWFM 98.9 St. Roberts, Missouri changes slogan from 98.9 The Fort to 98.9 The Mix. KHLTFM 99.7 Belle Plaine, Texas changes slogan from La Raza 99.7 to 99.7 Hank FM. KU L Y A M 1420 Ulysses Kansas changes slogan from Real Country 1420 AM to K U L Y 106.7 FM 1420 AM K W K R FM 99.9 Lottie Kansas changes slogan from Western Kansas Rocks to 999 The Rock. KKHA FM 92.5 Markham, Texas changes format from classic hits to adult contemporary. KPSV FM 91.9 Tular, California changes format from silent to variety. WBMI FM 105.5 West Branch, Michigan changes slogan from classic hit country 105.5 to smile fm wclv fm 90.3 cleveland ohio changes slogan from your classical companion to wclv 90.3 fm wl
KLVK FM 105.5 Fort Knox, Kentucky changes format from country to classic hits and changes slogan from Cat Country 105.5 to 103.5 WAKY classic hits. KUDI-FM 88.7 Chateau, Montana changes slogan from your connection to your network of praise. WBZT-AM 1230 West Palm Beach, Florida changes slogan from the zone 1230 to 1230- the Gambler, WKZQ-FM 96.1, Forest Brook, South Carolina, changes slogan from New Rock 96.1 to New Alternative Rock 96.1. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Whoa, there we go. Thank you, Jennifer. I don't know what to say anymore. Uh, there we go. Sorry. There was my my uh, <laughs> microphone was muted there. I didn't know what happened. There we go. Yeah. That wasn't so good. I hit the wrong button. We've got silence is oh. golden here. I think we've talked out. I yeah. think we've been talked out a little bit after this. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, it was. I think, uh, well, we started at six o'clock. We're going to have to have a lot more material. Let's all yeah, well, we'll um, talk slower. <laughs> we'll talk slower too. We'll do what was that bit that Bob and Ray did? The slow talker. Oh, society. the slow talker yeah. America. Yeah. Slow talkers of America. Yeah, yeah. I good. love that. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Used to listen to them every morning when they were on WHN from five until nine. They did a great show. I remember when they were on. They did. Because yeah. Chris, you probably remember when they on, were on the air in Boston. I'm sure if at some. Well, point. the thing is, I just missed that. They left. Uh, they went to NBC in 1951 in July. But I heard a story. A friend of mine told me he was older, about four years older than I was. He was about six or seven. He was all upset because he used to listen to it every day on WHDH, and they weren't there. And he's a kid, six, seven. He was upset, and you know. So his father says, "Hey." Come in here. I got a surprise for you. Puts on the radio. Puts on BZ. There they are because they then started to do a late afternoon show on WBZ, you know, on, on NBC that they did uh, starting in '51, a couple months after they left, a couple weeks after they left WHCH. So, but that WHCH show was really uh, popular, and they kept a lot of the names in there. A lot of they mentioned, you know, uh, somebody, uh, you know, I'm from uh, uh, North North. Uh, out uh, New Hampshire or something. They'd just throw in New England names that even weren't true. Just crazy na- things. And they would still do that in there. You knew they were from here, first of all, by their accents, but they, they were just so dry and so many voices. And the, my favorite thing that they did all the time, and I don't know if anybody noticed it that didn't really listen, was when they would start and they'd say, alright, we'll go to Wally Ballou, our action reporter out on the street. Wally Ballou here at yeah. that. And they always did it that <laughs> I way. Re- I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was a few weeks before my time. <laughs> Nineteen. Yeah, we are getting talked out. You know, Jeff. This next segment. I've heard air chat. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Bo. Yeah, we're, we're getting ready to do. I. 
I I started doing this. I I kind of wanted to make it a Chicago flavor since that's the way you've done with that featured station. So I was trying to copy, be a little bit of a copycat. And I thought, is all the music this way? I was adding it, you know, and cutting it down. And I said, my goodness, this is all classical. I don't think we've ever done a classical feature. I can't remember, or well, I don't I want. I did some some stuff on WQXR and WFMT, but not yeah. not, not quite a while ago. But they did have Two classical music because when Frank McCormick did the all night show on WMA on WGN, he used to play he used to play classical music. Ugh. That I do remember. Well, I'm yeah, glad that era is coming on. For a couple of years, I think. They did for a couple of years, I believe, and then maybe longer. I don't know. But by, by the time 1983 or four came out, the, they dropped the classical because Eddie Schwartz had ended up coming over to WMA. Uh, so, GN. Yeah. You, you know what's worse than classical music on AM? Yes. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, nothing. No. Don't, don't say yeah, that to the people who love WQXR, which used to be classical in New York City, and they love that, or WNYC AM when they were doing No, I, I, I was thinking of something else. <laughs> On AM, they, well, I'm not even sure it's worse than classical, but... Yeah, because we lost, in San Antonio, we lost WGN at night in 85 when the 720 came on. But before then, I remember, I remember them doing that in the early 80s. For like when did Steve and Johnny come to WGN? Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. But they, the, they replaced Ed Schwartz uh, when, they, when, yeah. he, when, when, when he, he, he was doing yeah. yeah, You know, actually, yeah. He, they were pretty good. Have we ever done a feature on them? Um, no, I don't oh. think we have, but I'll have to check the archives, because I don't have all of them. You have more than I have, but I have quite a bit of the stuff, but I don't, I don't know. We'll have to check. I don't, I don't know. We we'll have. have to check out to see if we have Steve and Johnny, because I had a lot of people that liked them. They were That's very people-friendly. Very. And, and didn't, wasn't Steve, Steve King, who used to be on WNAP? Yes, he was, and he also worked in, he did Top 40 Radio. I think he might have even been on WLS at some point. I think he yeah. was. I think so. I think he was, yeah. 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 You know. Talk on WLOF. Yeah, I, I oh, don't know. Okay. But, yeah, Johnny, what well, was her name? Putman or? Yeah, Johnny Putnam and Stephen King. But there was something well, about them. They were a married couple, right? I thought yeah, they, they were, and I think are still married. Um, and they 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 really had a good they had a good rapport between the two of them. Uh, when I remember listening to them, they connected well with the visually impaired community. They um, were very 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 people friendly, and a lot of people got to know them. And you know, there's something about some of those all night disc jockeys or whatever that just just connected with people like Bill Mack or even the guy we I think we've done oh, him yeah, on here, Charlie yeah. Douglas or somebody and you know you've Jim had, White and Bozo. Oh man, I bought a couple radios because of Jim White's recommendation and they were bad. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping they'd be Joe good. Donovan. Yeah, well, Joe, Joe Donovan. Donovan. Great. Yeah. yeah I well. mean there was some great people overnight. And they were just great. Not anymore. And now I'm I'm just going to tell you, this was not my cup of tea. But in fairness, because we were looking for something to do, I found this. And if you enjoy it, good. (laughs) 
The Pulang Sonata for two pianos, played by Bracha Eden and Alexander Tamir. Music Pulang wrote 30 years ago for Arthur Gold and Robert Fisdale. Nine minutes before one o'clock. <clears throat> one of the best investments you can make today is the 26-week $10,000 minimum money market certificate at Tallman Home Federal. The current interest rate for these high-yield certificates at Tallman Home is 12.532% for an effective annual yield of 13.112%, subject to change at renewal. This rate is guaranteed for the entire term of the certificate and is the highest allowed by new laws. A savings counselor at any Tallman Home Office can, can get you started and explain it more fully if you like. There are full-service locations throughout Chicago and suburbs. Uh, this music of like now is his uh, Perpetual Motion, played by Asha Heifetz.
Perpetual motion of uh, Poulenc, played by Fritz, Fritz, Yasha Heifetz, for heaven's sake, Yasha Heifetz, along with Brooke Smith, the pianist. The um, the inducement that Tallman Home offers you today to save or to keep on saving is uh, the matched luggage, the mix and match luggage, actually called it from the Royal Tour Collection. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, you ought to stop in and, and take a look. Uh, I think probably you can find some of it at the Tallman Home offices. Do you have a choice of uh, the tax-saving individual retirement account, the all-saver certificate, the high-yielding 26-week and two-and-a-half-year money market certificates, and the regular savings account, and an interest-bearing checking account for your transactional need? All of those are, are methods of saving at Tallman Home. And for doing that... Uh, Tallman offers luggage at reduced prices or free, depending on how much you deposit. Uh, deposit as low as $500 into a qualifying Tallman Home account. Stop in at Tallman Home and talk with the folks at Tallman Home about it. In the background now, the uh, music again of Francis Poulenc from incidental music he wrote for a play called Le Reine Margot. Uh, this is the Suite Française. just a little portion of the Suite Francaise, the Branle du Champagne in the um, music of Poulenc for the um, incidental music for the play called Le Reine Margot. We'll, we'll spend some more time with Poulenc in the next hour, the occasion of his birthday the other day. This is great music from Chicago. A message from First Lady Nancy Reagan. I'd like to tell you about a program that I think deserves your support. The Foster Grandparent Program 
bring together volunteers who have time and love to give with those who need these gifts the most. Our senior citizens are given a chance to be wanted once again. A reason for getting up in the morning. A purpose to life. The children they help, handicapped, abused, or disturbed, are given a better chance to live a normal life and the extra love and attention they need. The community saves money on institutional costs. I worked with this program for many years, and I know what it does for each side. I believe it deserves to grow, and it can with increased private support. Find out how you can help. For more information, write Foster Grandparent Program, Washington, D.C., 20525. A public service at this station and the Advertising Council. It's 1 o'clock. This is WGN Radio Chicago. Now WGN News brought to you by Cassidy Tire, Illinois' largest Uniroyal distributor. Sources say President Reagan wants to double some federal excise taxes in 1983 as part of his effort to reduce the federal deficit. The taxes involved are those on tobacco, liquor, and gasoline. The White House sources also say the president wants to shift some responsibilities for highways, education, and welfare to the states, also with the goal of reducing the deficit. The federal government has reversed an 11-year policy and is giving tax-exempt status to a pair of schools even though they admit to discrimination against blacks. The institutions are Bob Jones University in South Carolina and North Carolina's Goldsboro Christian Schools. The United Auto Workers Union is going to reopen negotiations on its present contract with General Motors and Ford. Larry Roderick reports. Union leaders had given individual bargaining councils the green light to make whatever deals they could. And the Ford and GM councils met Friday in Chicago to decide whether to go back to the table to see what could be done about the growing unemployment that has affected more than 200,000 union members so far. Afterwards, union president Douglas Fraser told reporters, Our priority, obviously, is on the solving the problems of the people that we represent. And in the give and take of collective bargaining, I hope that we can uh, come out with a, an agreement that represents a greater measure of job security for the members that we represent. The first union management meetings come Monday in Detroit. This is Larry Roderick, WGN News. The Justice Department has ordered border authorities not to let 14-year-old Walter Polavchek out of the country while his case is appealed through the courts. The boy left home while his parents were living in the Chicago area in 1980 and refused to return to the Soviet Union with them. The government reports that the unemployment rate was 8 and 9 tenths percent in December, with nearly 9.5 million Americans out of work. The jobless rate rose for the fifth straight month during the last month of 1981. Authorities in Central California are searching for at least 20 victims still missing in the wake of storms and mudslides in the area. National Guard troops may be called in soon to rout looters roaming the storm-devastated area, according to Deputy Byron Huffman, a spokesman for the Santa Cruz Sheriff's Office. It's not a big problem at this time. Uh, we do want to uh, get a handle on it before it becomes a big problem. And uh, if these uh, deputies that we called in aren't able to help us in alleviating the problem, we will uh, uh, request the National Guard to come in. The death toll from this week's winter rainstorm stands now at 27. 
We'll look at the weather after this message. Steeler, the number one tire, costs less at Cassidy Tire, Illinois' number one Uniroyal distributor. The fabulous Uniroyal Steeler, the tire rated number one in treadwear by the U.S. Department of Transportation and projected to last up to 24,000 miles longer than Michelin, is now as low as 59.60 at Cassidy. Imagine 5960 for Steelers, rated 24,000 miles better than Michelin, yet you pay from only 5960 at Cassidy. Pay cash at Cassidy and save even more, 5% more on any tire, excluding taxes. And listen to what Cassidy includes free with all new tires. Free mounting, balancing, brake inspection, and safety check of all tires. Cassidy service value, front end wheel alignment, now only 1995. For tremendous tire selections at incomparable savings, come to Cassidy. Visa and MasterCard welcome at all 12 locations. Call 226-4395 for the Cassidy tire nearest to you. That's 226-4395. For Chicago and vicinity overnight, uh, light snow becoming windy, turning colder, heaviest snow showers possible along Lake Michigan and Illinois and Indiana. Snow accumulations around one inch in many sections, but heavier snow totals possible in the lake snow belts. Lows ranging from four below in the western suburbs to five above at the lakefront. Saturday, light snow into morning, heavier snow showers possible near Lake Michigan, turning partly sunny, breezy, bitterly cold with lingering flurries in the afternoon. Temperatures falling slowly through the day to sub-zero levels by evening. And Saturday night, scattered clouds, Bitterly cold, chance of a few flurries, lows ranging from 17 below in the west suburbs to 5 below at the lakefront. Sunday, partly sunny, bitterly cold, a few flurries possible, high 0 to 5 above. Right now in Chicago, officially, is that possible? 2 degrees, has it fallen that much in an hour? 15 degrees in an hour? Wee. It's 2 degrees above 0 now to Harefield, 8 degrees at the lakefront, 83% humidity, wind from the northwest, 18 miles an hour. The barometer stands at 30.03 inches and falling. Wind chill index now 33 below. This has been WGM News, brought to you by Cassidy Tire, Illinois' largest Uniroyal distributor. Portions recorded on next news of two. WGN Radio, Chicago. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. That's why the United Negro College Fund is asking you for a helping hand for 39 colleges and universities, as well as two graduate schools, places where students can enlarge upon their talents. Some graduate to business careers. Some become doctors or lawyers. Others enter public service. The contributions they make are because of yours. Support them now. Support the United Negro College Fund. Remember, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. He had a birthday on the 7th of January, and for that reason, I thought there was, well, as good a reason as any to uh, celebrate with some of his music for a while. The irrepressible <laughs> composer, allowing him to get in a few French licks and music, his own. All right, that's as much as I can take. Yeah. The only thing good about that is his birthday was my birthday. <laughs> well, you know... I actually think I know when I think it was based on the news there, which was a very good newscast. Uh, that I think that it was probably January 9th of '82, 
And that was leading up. That was the weekend when the Bengals and Chargers played the coldest game ever played in uh, NFL history in Cincinnati. And uh, with those temperatures there in Chicago, that's why you would figure it would be about that cold in Cincinnati. I don't know. I, I know the Green Bay-Dallas game was the ice bowl. What was the name of that? Did they give that a name, that game that they played? in? The, no, they never and, gave it a name. Just, I never heard it a name. It was the coldest one, and the Chargers were, couldn't play. They, they, they were uh, clobbered. But the other interesting yeah. thing about that is what you could do if you had a classical station is you could charge good rates because you were charging the well-heeled companies. You get... When WCRB was commercial, you would hear ads for very fancy dealerships and cars and restaurants and things like that. So you could get good money from them because they knew if they got some customers out of it, they were going to get you know uh, a, a good about a, about a lot of money would be spent. And remember, you know? classical music on, on a commercial station like WGM wasn't new because you had the WBBM AM, which did Musical Dawn, sponsored oh. by American Airlines, yeah. and that was classical music and, as well, as well. It, it wasn't all classical. By- the way Musical Dawn worked was in the early part of the evening, they'd play sort of mellow uh, songs like WJIB would play, you know, the, the strings and all that, elevated music. Then about 2 or 3 in the morning, they'd do classical for a couple of hours in the middle That's of true. the night. That's true. Yeah. Joe, can you unmute yourself, please? You raised your hand. Go ahead, Joe, out in Albuquerque. Go ahead, please. He likes classical music. I know he does. Unmute yourself, Joe. Okay. There he is. Oh, Carrie wasn't wasn't unmuting me at first. Oh, well. Anyway, thank you very much. And I enjoyed that, of course. Now, the other side of Joe Sorensen, I I know a little bit about Radio 1 Urban when I used to be a soul gospel music announcer. Believe it or not, I went to a gospel music convention in Indianapolis, Indiana, in 1993, and I didn't know you then, Bill, so... I couldn't have uh, gone by your house. <laughs> but this is, uh, you're lucky, Bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Joe, yeah. did you did you like the the gospel convention? Yes, I, I did. I, I sure did. We had my first wife Jenny and I. We we had a great time in in Indianapolis, Indiana. That that, that whole week. Oh yes, for sure. And. Uh, I used to, I used to MC in the nightly musicals and all kind. We had uh, Gospel Announcers Guild as part of the parent organization, Gospel Music Workshop, which uh, the, the Gospel Music Workshop, of course, was founded by the late James Cleveland. So, oh yeah, we we had a great time in Indianapolis, Indiana. Well, I'm glad you did. Okay. The only thing that I've often wondered this question Thank you, Joe. why is it that things like 1310 or whatever, they sound so terrible at AM? I don't care what kind of music it is, it's either off frequency, distorted, or something. There's, oh, it's awful. I mean, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, but you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, um, Poor Bob Hawkins would be going nuts. I mean, that that just could not. I mean, that was radio. I mean, it's just terrible. But yeah. anyway, I guess getting back to the classical station, I don't know. They would get those those sponsors like that uh, yeah. savings and loan, but yeah, yeah. And it was pretty much. Then, <coughs> oh. That was the, the end of the one for that, WFMT, by the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, WFMT was already going strong. Well, they've been going strong, but by '82, and were was WFMT? Are they commercial? Like they have no, always, they have always been a commercial station, Sean. Yeah, because I remember in '82, WFMT was on a lot of the cable TV stations across the country on the access channels that would show the public service because we would get them on our cable in San Antonio, and they were also on cable FM, if you remember. Back then, when they were trying to make cable FM popular, they were also available as a satellite, as an FM, as a satellite radio station. So, if you had a dish satellite service, not dish, but if you had a satellite dish, you could get them as well. Same thing with WQXR right. yeah, the in big New York. Dish. So, the old big dishes. We yeah, used so to that's... have them in Indianapolis. We had a station that called itself Sympathy, Symphony 107.1 and 810 AM. Now, we're yeah. talking about mediocrity in radio, folks. <laughs> yeah, here's what's really funny about uh, 810. They were classical <laughs> during the week, and they were a daytimer. Yeah. yeah. Classical during the week. And then on weekends, they went rap. And they were <laughs> yo. That's an interesting combo. They were yo A one O. And they called it Yo Eight One O. Okay. Well, where was the station at that when Cox Media changed the about the classical station and they went dance and they the song was shut the bleep up and dance and when they went from classical to this was that in Tampa or where was that? <laughs> that wasn't in Tampa. That may have been I. I I really couldn't tell you. I wouldn't tell you. We got a raised hand from... Probably I Don. This. I bet you Don. Yeah, go ahead, Don. And keep it brief, Don, because we, we've got a lot of... So go on. Go ahead, Don. Go ahead. Unmute yourself, please. Go ahead, Don. Star go 6. Ahead. Go ahead. Unmute yourself. Yeah, sorry about that. You got me? Yes. Yep, go yep. ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, I used to do that uh, college radio station... Uh, in the town I grew up in, but I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> to tell you. Uh, we did it once, uh, an hour, once a week, at least that's when I did it, and uh, who, I don't know who the host was, but he would record his his uh, information, and I would play that, and then I would play the, uh, the, hopefully the right song, and then I would go to the next song, and so on, until, until the uh, program ended. But uh, that was that was my sojourn in the classical, thank goodness. Yeah, well, that's yeah. If you don't I mean, know what the uh, what the music is, you might be playing, yeah, you the, you might talking about Brahms, right. you might have been playing Beethoven. That's, that's right, right. I mean, and there yeah. were stations that did that. Back in the 60s, when WNEWFM was on tape, and they had the the radio announcers were on tape for the weekends. They would the the, the engineers would track the music while the, in the tape. The, the, all the radio announcer would do is tell you what was being played, and they didn't record the music on real to real tape. They had the music actually having an engineer work it. So that's how they that's how they did it back then. So that's a, not unusual. Thank you, Don. Thank you very much. Yeah, and well, it, you're giving Tim some real great ideas for some classical cuts to play. <laughs> yeah, he loves to come up. Yeah. Well, the 73 thing from Larry Lujak will probably give him some better yeah, ideas. Yeah, I think play. so. Yeah. yeah, we have to take a deep breath and go to Larry in just a yeah, few minutes. Yeah, let's go to Larry. And, uh, yeah. we'll get, let's get to uh, Karen, Larry. though, real quick. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, go, go ahead, Karen. Hello. I mean, yeah, it's too, it was a little slow on the on the uptake when it comes to muting, and I'm muting right now, Karen. Go ahead. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, the first 
station I ever heard classical music on was an AM station. Uh-huh. Which was, uh huh. WGKA in Atlanta. Uh huh. And, and did they have uh, ads that were kind of like upscale ads, like we were talking about, you know, the big bank uh, things and uh, car, fancy yes. cars and so forth? Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, somewhat. Uh, I think they had uh, more down-to-earth commercials than I heard WFMT. Uh, I've only been to the Chicago area once when my daughter was in basic training at Great Lakes Naval, Air, Naval Base uh-huh. in North Chicago. So we left the uh, hotel real early uh, Monday morning. Daddy uh, wanted to avoid the Chicago morning traffic, and that we did. Smart but move. I heard <laughs> I heard a commercial for LaSalle Bank, mm-hmm. and well, it was really upscale sounding. Yeah, yeah, they did. They they figured they were. Talking to the upper uh, upper echelon there. I, well, I figured they were. And yeah. yes, I got WFMT uh, on a cable channel, a cable yep. well radio. Really, I, I could get it on the radio uh, <clears throat> on a vacant frequency FM uh, because there were a lot of retirees that settled in the mountain home area that mm-hmm. moved there once they retired. Right. Mountain Home, right. Arkansas. Oh, right. Very good, Karen. Yeah. Very, very good. good. And, and Pam Drake, do you want to, you came in, do you want to raise your hand? want to make sure before we go to this next segment, maybe you don't. But... All right, Jeff. Yes, hello. I'm oh, still there. I went out and came back in a couple times. Oh, here. okay. I just wanted to know when uh, when did Franklin McCormick leave us? I, I when I was in the, the Chicago area, I loved to listen to him. And when did when how yeah, long? Yeah, they, if you can wait, up, you know what I used to mix up was John McCormick and Franklin McCormick. I, <laughs> yeah. you know because they both had great voices. You know, oh, they did. Nice. Yes. When did he? When did he? I guess he passed away on the air. Ooh. Oh well, he died on July twelfth, nineteen seventy one. He died on the air. Wow! God, I just well, I just had to, I had to quickly go to my voice assistant. But that's I've not died on the air several times. So. Frank, yeah, well, there's well, that. That's that. There's that. <laughs> so no, um, seriously, I love Franklin uh, Franklin McCormick. Yes, he had a great voice, and then John McCormick, the man who walks and talks at midnight. Oh yes, we got yes, Amorax yes. Too. Yep. Yes, John McCormick was the best, and he did the Lutheran Hour as well. He did the narration for that religious show as well. Thank you very much, Pam. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. All right, Jeff, before we get you, uh, we get into trouble, we'll <laughs> do your next segment because we're going nowhere with um, classical, whatever that was, 720. <laughs> Can I just tell you a quick, a very, it's very quickly, I... I went to college and I was working at WJPZ and I said, you know, I like Larry, Larry, you know, Larry Lujak. He's okay, but he's not my favorite. And the guy that was with me at the radio station said, well, I'm from Chicago and don't you ever talk bad about Larry Lujak. He's God. I said, oh, yeah. I said, yeah. I said wow. he's not God. And, there's, and, and I said, there's only one God and he certainly isn't it. But I yeah. like Larry Lujak, but he has yeah. to grow on Dr. you. Dr. Don Rose is God. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of liked him too, Terry. I kind of I thought, thought he was pretty good too, Bernie. Okay, go ahead. No, I, I actually, I'm a big Larry Lujak fan, and I was trying to get his book on uh, Kindle, and it's not available. Hmm. Oh, well, we just can't have that. I'll, I'll I have know. To, I'm going to have to talk to somebody, Bernie. You I know, know. And I know you will. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. I went to the to the Verizon store today and got their best employee. I never had such a great experience, but we'll talk about that later. I do. I do. I get it done. It's usually not right, though. So don't follow after my example. But I get it done one way or the other. But today it was just great. So, all right, let's uh, play Larry Lujak. This week in my Classic Air Check segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to April of 1973. And we're going to listen to Larry Lujak, as heard on radio station WCFL-AM. Larry Lujak spent the bulk of his radio career in Chicago, Illinois, having worked at radio station WCFL-AM as well as WLS-AM and radio station WRLL-AM, playing all these later on in his career. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy Super Jock Larry Lujak on radio station WCFL-AM from April of 1973 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. John, whoops. Hello? Super CFL with the last contest. Hello? Is this A.D. Brown? Yeah. Uh, A.D., what radio station do you listen to? Super CFL. Hey, A.D., you just won a Braun mini hairdryer for the guy or gal on the move. Terrific. And uh, your friend, who appears to be your roommate... Uh, Judy Calvi will also win a Braun Mini hair dryer from the last contest. The last contest from Super CFL. Sounded like she had her head under a pillow. John M. Smith carpet sale. John M. Smith carpet sale is on now. cloudy tonight, low 42. Tomorrow, cloudy and cooler with a chance of rain by tomorrow night. Chance of rain tomorrow is 40%. High in the mid-50s tomorrow. Wind is southwest at 12. Suburbs northwest 66. Southwest 70 degrees. And downtown Arena City 68 in Chicago. With Larry Lujak at WCFL. WCFL, final score out of Wrigley Field this afternoon. Cubs 5, Montreal 2. Larry Lujak in the afternoon at 346. Thomas Keene did not appear before the Cook County Grand Jury today. He instead attended the city council meeting with a brighter future by Girl Scout Cookies. WCFL weather, sunny, windy, and mild this afternoon with a high near 70. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low 42. Tomorrow, cloudy and cooler. Chance of light rain by evening and a high in the 50s, lower near the lake. The wind is southwest at 12. Temperatures northwest 66, southwest 70. Downtown at Marina City, 68 degrees at WCFL. People smile and tell me I... WCFL, Larry Lujak in Chicago at 357.
Fruits of Labor. You can win prizes for postcards in the last contest from Super CFL. Jack Clunk Clutter of the Day, next hour at 5.30. WCFL, Larry Lujak in Chicago. It's 4-11, final score out of Wrigley Field. This afternoon, the Cubs 3, Montreal 2. When the pace of life's increasing And you can feel each step you Chicks have got it together by Shoes of Burton's. Also, two stores in Wisconsin at the Northridge Shopping Center in Milwaukee and the Beloit Plaza in Beloit. Oh, boy, you've really changed. Things about you have been rearranged. in the morning. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 42. Tomorrow, cloudy and cooler with a high in the 50s and a 40% chance of rain by tomorrow night. Wind is southwest at 14. Suburbs, northwest 67 degrees, southwest 70. In downtown Marina City, 69. With Larry Lujak at WCFL. Jack in the afternoon of 417. WCFL, let's all get off at once. Curry Lou Jack, 420. <laughs> WCFL, that is Pillow Talk by Sylvia. Larry Lou Jack, 423. George Kennedy here. <laughs> Mayor Daly uh, recently said something very similar to that. Kiss my wheel. Not exactly day like that. Day. day by day, people day are falling in love. Studebaker Theater. You'll fall in love all over again. Godspell. Ask anyone who's seen it. Sunshine, 70 degrees in Chicago. Larry Lujak in the afternoon. It's 427. Check in Chicago at 429. Thousands of prizes, thousands of winners. The last contest is from Super CFL.
WCFL, Lori Lou Jack at 432. If you're getting married in March, April, or May, it's time to make arrangements to rent your formal wear. Henry's Formal Wear invites you and your future bride to see the popular Prince Edward and King George tuxedos, tux tail, the adventure, or the Lindsay-style tuxedo, also the greatest array of colored ruffled shirts. They got 12 colors in all. Henry's Fashion Consultants will gladly assist in color coordinating your wedding and answer any questions regarding wedding etiquette. There's a Henry's Formal Wear store in downtown Aurora, one in LaGrange, Downers Grove, and Henry's newest location at 1625 Sheridan Road in Wilmette. The Clement, the Newton Beach, the Ashley, the Huntsman, the Trevanian. World War. It's available at Dominic's Finer Food Stores and Walgreen Drug Stores. Ford would like you to use three of your five senses to find out about Torino. The in touch. See your Ford dealer and let at least three of your senses convince you that Ford Torino is the solid mid-size car for 73. Ford. The closer you look, the better we look. When you've got a smile to give, there's still a cold. Let us fight in the books for Coke. WCFL with Funky Worm and Larry Lujak at 438. Running out of ideas for songs, that's why that is. Funky Worm by the Ohio Players, WCFL. Larry Lujak in the afternoon. It is 440. Well, I frantically try to find the next commercial, and I just found it. John M. Smith's Carpet Sale. Think about it. It's on right now. Put on a little sunshine, girl. Show the world just who you are. The news has it at Junior Bazaar. Right now, everything is coming up spring and summer at Sears Junior Bazaar. There are bright, baggy pants and gingham checks and solids with sporty jackets and tops. To top them off, there are Sears sucker bike jackets, shirt jackets with gingham trim, and a whole line of denims. See all the spring and summer stuff at Sears Junior Bazaar. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Ribbon the last contest from Super CFL. I'm going to be sick. Mostly cloudy with a chance of rain. Late tomorrow, a high in the 50s. Cloudy on Sunday with more rain likely and a high in the middle 40s. Currently, the wind is southwest at 14, suburbs northwest 67 degrees, southwest 70, and downtown Marina City 69 with Larry Lujak at WCFL. Julius Butler is a multimillionaire real estate man. He's right now, the wind is southwest at 14, temperatures northwest 67, southwest 70, downtown at Marina City 69 degrees at WCFL.
WCFL. Larry Luchek in Chicago at 506. WCFL. Larry Luchek at 509. WCFL, Larry Lou Jack at 512. Baseball this afternoon. The Cubs won their opener out of Wrigley Field, 3-2 over Montreal. John M. Smith's carpet sale. John M. Smith's carpet sale is on now. What a day it has been. What I want is a car that's reliable. Discover the difference. Start one. Chances are we've known your great-great-grandfolks. Have you checked out Ward's Chain Shop yet? You really should, because Ward Week is happening all over the store, and that means big savings on practically anything you need. New style is baggy slack, so of course Ward's Chain Shop is having a super sale on baggies and body shirts. Style and savings, that's Ward's Chain Shop. Suburbs open even on Sunday. Ward Week is when all generations shop and save. Mostly cloudy with a chance of rain late tomorrow. A 50% chance of rain by tomorrow night. High in the 50s. And Sunday it's going to be cloudy again with a chance of more rain. And a high in the middle 40s. The wind is southwest at 17. Suburbs, northwest 65 degrees. Southwest 70 in downtown Marina City. 68 in Chicago with Larry Lujak. 515 at WCFL. WCFL and Larry Lujak in the afternoon. It's 520, and right now you bike freaks are probably bringing your motorcycle out of storage and onto the streets. Ames, America's leading cycle insurer, wants to make sure this season is all fun for you. Before you start riding, stop and think about some of this stuff. What would happen if you were involved in an accident and caused personal injury or property damage? What if you got hurt? Or what if a passenger did? What if your bike is stolen? Or what if it catches on fire? Ames wants to protect you and at a low cost. Take advantage of Ames layup discounts for three and six month periods and learn about the Ames two bike discount and the Ames loss free renewal discount. In fact, Ames can give you a discount just because your bike's a year old. Call Ames, America's leading cycle insurer right now. Their number is 338-7300. That's 338-7300. Or visit Ames at 1346 West Devon in Chicago. Ames is a full-line agency representing only the major insurers. Ames is open seven days a week for your convenience. And evenings, too. Call America's leading cycle insurer at 338-7300. And find out what care fee... And find, I was doing good up till the last line. And find out what carefree cycle fun really means. The Stukas, the pride of the Luftwaffe. You can bet if the weather is hot. your name, address, and phone number on a postcard, along with that of a friend, for prizes in the last contest from Super CFL. Well, there you go. Super Jock Larry Lujak is heard on radio station WCFL from April of 1973. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, there are many ways to get in touch with us. My email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F-Jeff at allthingsradio.net. 
Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Now, there you wow. go. Wow. Now, the important yep. thing was to say after every song, or at the beginning of every song, WCFL. Every well, the, the other big well, thing is, you, right. you notice something else, Bernie? They didn't talk at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the songs, and that was done. But not, he yeah, was I know. That did that. I have a theory about that. I'm thinking he didn't have his headphones on, and he wasn't paying any attention. Um, he didn't introduce, that, that I, I would say only about 10% of the song. Only about 10% of the songs did he say anything about... I mean, people complain now, especially blind people there, you know, and things are shown on displays and stuff, but they'll say, right. I didn't know what any of those songs were. Nobody announced what the songs were nowadays. He didn't say anything about anything. He didn't say, this song was number one, this song is number seven, you know, or anything about any of those songs, any of those artists. He, he Only about 10% of the time did he mention something, like uh, just that thing with the Sylvia song. That's about all he did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was... Uh I was really disappointed with that one. I yeah, I he does better other radio I, checks. I've heard better. Yeah, I did not, and, and I didn't enjoy the format. The music was real mellow, and it's like this is WCFL. This is it was what was out. I mean, uh, but you know the, the other part of the problem, Bernie, is uh, they were fighting against WLS. They had a sound different than WLS. I know, and of course, I know. it's 1973, and of course, you know what happened in '76? They went to beautiful music. Yeah, so they were. Yeah. Actually, he was here briefly at WMEX, and at that time we had Larry Justice, him, and Larry Glick. So we had three Larrys on WMEX at the same time. The best thing about him was I heard him in in Seattle, Washington. There's air tricks of him out there. Go ahead, Walter. Unmute yourself, please. There. Um, Well, gosh, that was was pretty good. I mean, yes, it was was quite mellow. Um, But what I liked is he... Uh, in this day of polished radio, um, you know that he, you know, when he screwed up, you know, yeah, he, he was, yeah. I could do that. A lot of people, yeah. we all, we all, I, I did plenty of that when I was a radio announcer. But I got to tell yeah. you, if you screw up, but, anybody can do that. Uh, again, I, I did when, when the guy at the radio station said to me, "Don't ever criticize him. He's God." I really turned off. I said, "No, he's not God." Um, he's just a regular person like you and me. Oh no, he's God. And 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 the program director said, "Don't ever talk about Larry Lujak when you're working at this college radio station." I said, "I didn't talk about him." I said, I, "But he's not God." That's what I kept telling the guy. He's not God. No one's God, and he's not. And, and to this day, I, I, I was not impressed with with Larry. I thought he was okay, but I he was not one of my favorite radio announcers. But he certainly wasn't God. Right. Well, it's funny. I used to think he was one of my favorites, and I hear an ear check like that, and I think, what did I see in that guy? I, that wasn't good yeah. at all. No, he's had a lot better air checks. I, 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 I liked his animal stories with Tommy Edwards back then. I did, those too. Were, yeah. yeah those Tommy. were great. Well, yeah, little Tommy. Are, I, I like this clock letter as well. Those is he, he would try so hard not to laugh, and so would Tommy Edwards, and it, just, it was hilarious. Yep. All right, Bill, we'll turn it over to you to wrap this up. i got to get my 15th cup of coffee. Yeah, how many cups today, Jeff? No, that's only three, actually. Only three. I'm trying to cut back you a little bit. You know what? 
when we go to the six o'clock start, you'll have even more time to drink coffee. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I got oh. I got to cut back on the coffee because it's affecting my blood pressure. And I was told that I have to oh. cut back. So. You know, coffee and have work. More time for gin and tonic. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> coffee yeah. and work have a bad connotation. I remember one time spilling a cup of coffee in my braille display at the Social Security office. Ooh. There's a five thousand or ten thousand dollar piece of equipment gone. Because I'm Linda I, uh, Richmond, and welcome to Coffee Talk. <laughs> you know, I have hey. a, a real quick, real quick yeah. story. I I was up in the Muncie WRK, and there wasn't much room in the studio to put my coffee, and so I put it on the right side of the turntable and uh, picked it up at one point and. Needle just scraped right across the record. I mean, all the way across the record. <laughs> it was terrible. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. Cool. All right, but what a good thing is, is we want to thank the panel. We want to thank all your participation, all your contacting the feedback line. Thank you very much. And we'll try to keep changes at a, a minimum. But one thing oh, you no, can keep it up. We'll be back next yeah. week. Next week on the 23rd, when my attention will be divided with Bernie's Indiana Pacers. We're going to see if they're going to draft somebody and kind of get this we thing get back. Draft next week, yeah. yeah, we got that going on. So we got other things going on. So we'll be in Florida, good Lord willing. And. We'll see you on the other side from there. But here's your last segment. Jeff, what is this one again? We're going to Sacramento, California and Austin, Texas. Oh, and, that's uh, right. The new KT, what K- is it? K-F-I-T, KFIT and KSTE. KSTE, uh, yeah. So here we go. They built that station up for a long time, been hyping that change. So here we go. You got it right here. Have a good one, everyone. This week in my featured station segment, we're going to give you two, that's right, two radio stations for the price of one. Let's first travel to Sacramento, California, and listen to radio station KSTE-FM. The station came back on the air, owned and operated by iHeartMedia, and the station is broadcasting a variety of hits format with music from the 90s to 2000s. Next, we'll travel to Austin, Texas, and listen to Jack FM. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy both of these radio stations on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. A station that brings back passionate fans. Passionate fans. Who love singing the words to every single song. iHeartMedia is excited to present Sacramento's newest radio station. Welcome to the new KISS 107.9, the station that sounds like Sacramento. The new KISS 107.9, for people who love to hear music from the 90s and 2000s and today. Great memories and fun songs. May I have your attention, please? From back in the day, with music that mirrors Sacramento's lifestyle. Oh, this boy, this girls, we're up for 
Songs that make you smile and feel good. All kinds of fun contests with personalities who live and work in Sacramento, like Strawberry and Lizette. Finally, Sacramento has a radio station where the music and the personalities are as diverse and fun as our listeners. You can hear KISS 107.9 variety on hundreds of devices, even when you're out of town. But radio still tops them all. Want to have a little more fun? Click that talkback microphone on the iHeartRadio app. Request your favorite songs with the all-new KISS 107.9. We saw an opportunity to differentiate ourselves from other Sacramento stations. We will be everywhere. One station for all people. Proud to be a radio station made in California. Today's hits. And fun songs from back in the day. Sacramento's new KISS 107.9. The best variety of the 90s and 2000s. From the 90s and 2000s. Sacramento's new Kiss 107.9. Yo, tell me what I want, what I really, really want. Don't tell me what you want, what you really, really want. If you want to be my lover. The new Kiss 107.9 sounds like this. Welcome to the new KISS 107.9, the best variety from the 90s and 2000s. New Kiss 107.9. It's Britney Spears. Hey, this is Bruno Mars. It's Nelly. Stay tuned. The best variety from the 90s and 2000s. I throw my hands up in the air sometimes. Saying, hey, yo, gotta let go. Like it's dynamite. Sacramento's new Kiss 107.9. It's Dua Lipa. This is Ed Sheeran. Hey, this is your boy, Florida. The best variety from the 90s and 2000s. is resetting their presets to the new KISS 107.9. Who's got the best music? Save us on your number one preset today for the best variety from the 90s and 2000s. The new KISS 107.9 sounds like this. Welcome to the new KISS 107.9, the best variety from the 90s and 2000s. There's a stranger in my bed, there's a pounding in my head. The new KISS 107.9 sounds like this. Welcome to the new KISS 107.9, the best variety from the 90s and 2000s. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Sacramento's new KISS 107.9.
7.9, the best variety from the 90s and 2000s. from the 90s and 2000s. from the 90s and 2000s. Your station for the best variety from the 90s and 2000s. Sacramento's new KISS 107.9. KSTE-FM Sacramento. Media. The ultimate leader in everything audio. He's proud to reignite one of Northern California's largest radio stations. A radio station that will ignite the heartbeats of Sacramento. A radio station that recognizes our city's diversity for those who call it home. A station that brings back passionate fans. Passionate fans. Who love singing the words to every single song. iHeartMedia is excited to present Sacramento's newest radio station. Welcome to the new KISS 107.9, the station that sounds like Sacramento. The new KISS 107.9, for people who love to hear music from the 90s and 2000s and today. Great memories and fun songs. May I have your attention, please? From back in the day, with music that mirrors Sacramento's lifestyle. 
songs that make you smile and feel good. All kinds of fun contests with personalities who live and work in Sacramento, like Strawberry and Lizette. Finally, Sacramento has a radio station where the music and the personalities are as diverse and fun as our listeners. You can hear KISS 107.9 variety on hundreds of devices, even when you're out of town. But radio still tops them all. Want to have a little more fun? Click that talkback microphone on the iHeartRadio app. Request your favorite songs. With the all-new KISS 107.9, we saw an opportunity to differentiate ourselves from other Sacramento stations. We will be everywhere. One station for all people. Proud to be a radio station made in California. Today's hits. And fun songs from back in the day. Sacramento's new KISS 107.9. The best variety of the 90s and 2000s. Things 96.3 Jack FM. Playing what we want. Jack FM just got our summer cut and you haven't said a word. Jack FM. Think of us as Spotify's pimp. Hey, Jack. These people paid to be on Jack FM with all quarters. Leave your three-star review at 866-930-JACK. Neighbors listen, whether they want to or not. T-A-M Lockhart Austin, K242-DE Austin, broadcasting live with the bats from under the Congress Avenue Bridge. This is 96.3 Jack FM. Cut my life into pieces. All right, fellas. Let's go. Well, the sheets have no Playing. Summer plans, Schwitzing mostly. Oh, oh, 
people would just send cash directly to Jack FM. We wouldn't have to do this. Why does Jack FM play a bunch of songs in a row? Habit at this point. Well, there you go. Two radio stations with two very different formats. We started things off by listening to radio station KSTE-FM from Sacramento, California, KISS 107.9 with their variety hits format. And next we travel to Austin, Texas, listening to radio station KFIT and their FM translator on 96.3 Jack-FM. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live.